If that means, oh, I ask a question Then began to cigarette He said, don't think a lot that's full of good intentions Is a life where there won't be any regrets It's haunted eyes held his convictions that's been weathered by the years He said you look like you're looking for some answers But you ain't never gonna find that here Ain't a bridge I've come to that I didn't learn And in my self-destruction there's a lesson to be learned I can't tell you how to make a fortune Or how to give a woman all the love she'd ever want I can't tell you how you get to walk the streets of heaven Oh, but I can surely tell you how you don't Oh, I can surely tell you how you don't Hey guys, my name is Ryan. I'm here with Chad Wilson. Well, hello, Ryan. And he is a country singer that's in Texas at the moment. And uh, the first question I want to ask is uh, that song that you just played for us. Uh, is there any story behind it? You know, it's just a song about lessons in life and how you know we make it. Sometimes we can tend to make wrong decisions, and through those wrong decisions, we learn our way, figure out what the right thing to do. So it's just a song, you know, about person may not be able to tell you how to do things right. Okay, that's a good story for a good song that you played for us. Uh, how long have you been playing guitar for? I picked up a guitar at the age of 15. Played the piano since I was four, and drums and bass guitar, but I finally picked up a guitar at 15 and started learning how to play. I wish I knew how to play guitar. I tried to learn when I was in high school and it didn't, it didn't go so well. <laughs> well, you know, we're all, we're all each given our our own gifts, so I'm sure that that you do something very well, you know? I mean, you're doing an interview pretty well, so that might be the gift you got, you know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, tell us about yourself, Chad. Yeah, I was born and raised in a small town, Alabama. Uh, my grandparents were a pretty successful quartet, a Southern Gospel Quartet. My dad was a preacher for a while. My mom and dad had a duo, so I was born in music, third generation. And uh, mom would sit at the piano and play music every night. And I'd sit right there beside her and watch everything she did. And then she could sit there for an hour. And then she'd get up. And when she would get up, I would sit there for another hour trying to mimic everything she did. So that's basically how I learned how to play. But I moved to uh, Nashville uh, to be a, a singer-songwriter. And um, I've been writing songs now for a good, good, good while. You know, I've got, I've got some good stories to write about now you know my my life experiences has given me that so and right now i'm promoting my, my new single that's out and uh, traveling all over the country and dallas is my third stop so everything's going great i'm glad to be here glad to be here we are i'm glad to be here with you as well uh, i never met a country singer in person well let's see my response to that would be we're no different than anybody else <laughs> yeah i can tell i can tell 
Like, my cousin was in a country band for a short time, but I wouldn't consider him a country singer or anything. He just played bass guitar. Okay. Now, now one thing about country music singers is we probably drink a little bit more beer than most people. So it's appropriate that we're here at the Texas Ale House, the Texas Ale Project. You got yourself a beer right there. I do. It's pretty tasty. I'm, I'm not much of a drinker, but we're not going to go into that. Um, anyway, uh, you have a single that recently came out, I think. Yes, uh, what's that single called by any chance? Yeah, so actually I wrote this song. It's called Lie Like You Love Me. It just came out a week ago, or maybe a little over a week ago. And uh, there's three co-writers on it. It's the greatest story. It's such a good story. But one of the co-writers that I have is actually uh, a songwriter right here in, in Texas. Uh, she grew up just right down the street from, from where we are right now. So she's actually, she came out to the show last night, and she's going to come out today to the show and uh, as a special guest. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, Lie Like You Love Me, new single that we're out promoting just dropped a week ago. And uh, we hope, and we, we're, we're planning on some big things. and. We're hoping that uh, you know that it, it's received really well. Uh, do you have uh, any streaming services you use? Like, is there like Spotify, Pandora that you stream your music on? Oh, it's it's on every it's anywhere that you listen to music, you can find it. It's Spotify, Pandora, Apple uh, stores, wherever whatever you want. It's it's available anywhere. And when it comes to country music, I know this kind of sounds like a generic question to ask. I know a lot of country music, it talks about heartbreak. Do you have any songs that are about heartbreak? Ooh, aren't they all? Maybe. I know Billy Ray Cyrus had Achy Breaky Heart, but... Well, Lie Like You Love Me is sort of a heartbreak song. It's uh, maybe somebody that you particularly love is falling out of love with you, and you're just asking for one more time. Just, just maybe, it, just tell me that you love me, even if it's a lie. Uh, tomorrow, we'll worry about that. You know, regrets a hit tomorrow, but right now, just make me think everything's okay you know i think anybody could feel that right there okay so chad there's this charity going on tonight called hunger stops would you like to tell me about that yeah uh you know that's the reason that i'm here is because of a guy named cd he runs that uh, organization hungerstops.com and you know they just they they're they do so good at raising money and help people who might be unfortunate and might have not eaten in a couple of days you know it's hard to imagine that but it's real it's life and a lot of people experience it, and they do their best to help out. When it comes to traveling with being a musician, does it have a toll on your family? Like, do you miss seeing your family? Do you bring them to shows with you? Absolutely, it has a toll on you. Uh, they are the reason that I aspire to do great things. You know, there's you got to try to find a happy medium in there. But, yeah, I bring them out with me as, as, as much as I possibly can. But they are my inspiration, what I, what I live for. Generally, we'll leave and we'll be gone maybe a week sometimes maybe 10 days and we'll try to get, we'll try to get back home at least two or three days so i can see them and catch up they you know everything and you know they have their life too they do they're getting into sports and of course school and all that and you know it's it, it would only be fair for me to be a part of all that too because there's so much of what i do i enjoy being part of everything they do too but i miss them a lot when i'm not there okay that was a little emotional there i understand you know family is everything you know, I like I love my mom. She's been there for me. But sometimes, as an adult, I gotta do my own thing and not worry about my mom. But it's just how it is sometimes. I, I wrote a song called Alabama Will about mine and back where I grew up, back in Alabama. Sometimes, you know, I have to play that song to my to myself just to remind myself that they're they're there if I need them.
Um, this is going to be off topic of family. Uh, this is about music in general. Uh, is there any advice you want to give to any musicians that are trying to make it to like where they could tour around and perform? The biggest advice I could give somebody in that situation would be be a good person and be a person that you would hang out with. That'll get you a lot further in life than any talent you have. I really like that answer. Uh, I think that's what I try to do every day when I try to better myself, learn something new. Uh, there's always a lot of learning when it comes to just going through life in general. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can agree, right? Yeah. I mean, life's hard. Just be the be, be cool. Be a guy that be a person that you would love to hang out with. And because if you are, then everybody else will too. You know. Uh, this might be another off-topic question. I really I've been admiring your hat. Kind of reminds me of Indiana Jones. Uh, where'd you get it? Well, this is my favorite hat. She calls me every day and asks me how I'm doing, but she's never been involved in my career much. What my She, she couldn't tell you what I, I do. The fact that she went out and bought me a hat for Christmas three years ago from a, probably a $25, $30 store shelf. And then the fact that I love the hat and it turns out to be my favorite one. And I've got, I've got you know, hats at home worth more than I am. So this is my favorite, yeah. Hey y'all, my name is Chrissy Taylor. I'm, out, I'm from uh, Marble Falls, Texas, about an hour from Austin. Um, you can check out my uh, Facebook page, it's Chrissy Taylor Music, or you can also check out my TikTok for all you young TikTokers out there. Uh, Chrissy Taylor Music as well. I firmly believe you're going to love what you hear, so uh, just shoot me a message, or if you'd like to hear me play somewhere or, or want to book me, come check it out. Again, Chrissy Taylor. Okay, we're back. We got a new audience member or guest on the show. Uh, her name is Chrissy Taylor. Uh, would you like to tell us about yourself, Chrissy? So my name is Chrissy Taylor. Um, I'm 30 years old, and I'm originally from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, but I currently live out in Marble Falls, which is out near about an hour from Austin. Yeah, Chad and I wrote a song, or co-wrote a song together with a couple other guys, and music's just something I do for fun right now. Just play a little on the side and things like that, so. Can you sing some of it? Absolutely, let's do it. I can see that you're lonely. I need you to make sure is on me. This ain't something I usually do, but you be hard in this bar. Yeah, everybody's got a story. Broken hearts fall apart. Reds don't hear till in the morning. That's our, that's our uh, song that we co-wrote together, like I said, with a couple of our other buddies uh, from Nashville, actually. Um, it's called Lie Like You Love Me. Uh, Chad just released it, uh, was it last Thursday, I believe? That's right. So it's his newest single. Um, definitely go check it out when you get a chance. It's on all musical platforms. The story of this song, how, how we wrote it, I'll, I'll share it real fast. We just met. We, we met the night that we wrote that song, we met. She was, she was in Nashville for a, a wedding, and she had nothing to do that night. She was sitting at a hotel bar by herself when one of her friends from Nashville called her and asked her if she wanted to go listen to live music. I 
was playing live music that night with a friend of mine named Dan Alley at the Nashville Palace. It was a slow night, not a lot of folks there, but my friend Clay came. Clay Shelburne, he was from Texas. He just happens to be the friend that called her to ask her if she wanted to go out and hear live music. So here, Dan and I are playing music that night. Her and Clay come in. The bar shuts down, and uh, we wasn't quite ready to go home yet. So we just all went back to Dan's house. We just met her. Clay just met Dan. She just met Dan. So we was all sort of new to each other. And we go back to Dan's house, and we write a song. That was my first night ever in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool story. Sounds like a good night. Your best memory and your worst memory, uh, did it inspire you to write certain songs? I've done music my whole life, so my, probably my, my best moment would probably be something to do with music. So I played a show with Martina McBride about a month ago. So the front of the stage was sort of touching for, you know, second base, and it was facing back toward the home plate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had to walk backstage, and then we had to walk if you can imagine a baseball field, we had to walk toward the third base side and get to the bleachers to get out. And that was before Martina had come on. So when we stepped off the stage and I come around the corner and started my walk to, to leave, they gave me a standing ovation and started clapping. And it was amazing. It, I mean, it was everything I'd done in my life, all the struggle, everything, all just made sense in that two, you know, 10 second walk from th second to third base right there at that stadium. It was, uh, that's probably my best moment ever. That's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, <laughs> how <are> you? <laughs> well, um, I don't have any really cool stories like that, but uh, now I just, so I actually just started actually playing and I guess playing gigs or playing shows about a year ago. Um, I've been singing and playing I've been singing my whole life. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was in college, so about 10, 12 years ago. And I was playing, for me, I think it's kind of more of like a personal moment. Like, uh, I was playing at a hotel, actually. There was a few people out there, not a whole lot, but there's one song that I was playing that's a really good, like one of my absolute favorite songs. It's it's a song I want to play one day at my wedding. You know, it's kind of like, a, to me, it's, it's a personal thing. But anyways, I was in the middle of playing that song, and lo and behold, a couple came walking up. They had just gotten married. And they came over and they just started like dancing while I was playing this song or singing this song and I was just like I felt the emotions that they were feeling and it was just like it was really cool because I felt like for that moment I was connecting with them and I felt really connected to them another reassurance that like music just connects people and moves people you know and that was probably like so far that's probably been one of my favorite moments other than when I got to write a song with him <laughs> so. I think I could probably speak for both of us on that uh, on this next part but COVID, when the COVID hit, mm -hmm. March of 2020, right? Yep. That's probably the worst moment of our lives, or my life, I don't know. I mean, because our whole tour, our last show was actually here in Texas. We didn't realize that that was going to be the last show that we played as a band. I mean, we might have played two shows since then as a band, but that, that was like the last. So, you know, when that shut everything down, it, our industry got crippled, so that was probably the most, my worst moment ever. I think for me, it was actually a blessing in disguise because um, I'm in the service industry. I'm actually a full-time bartender. And so, of course, like, when everything shut down, you know, there went restaurants and bars and everything as well. So I was furloughed for four months. So I was like, I have all this extra time. Like, what am I going to do with it, you know? And that was also during the time that I went to Nashville and met him and met Dan and wrote the song. And then uh, also just that kind of was an eye-opening moment for me to be like, I can do this. You know, I can actually play music. Like, 
I've, I, I started getting that like newfound confidence in myself to actually start playing and like playing for people and not just playing for my family and friends or you know playing at home like actually getting myself out there and like start trying to play and then start trying to write songs and like um, I actually had to back in December I had to quarantine for about a week and a half because I tested positive for COVID but I never had any symptoms and so being home, stuck at home by myself like that that really honestly like it was you know because I'm a very social person very I wouldn't want to be stuck at home with you either thank you <laughs> no but I will say the upside was you know uh, I did actually write write a song while I was stuck at home by myself for a week and a half and my first song I've ever written that I'm actually excited about like I said blessing in disguise I guess I like how uh, you guys took something that was bad that happened and kind of turned it positive in a way. Like, it was kind of the same way with me when it came to COVID. Like, I lost hours at my job, so I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of used that free time to construct something to entertain myself, but also work towards something, which I'm still working towards that. <laughs> official.com. Chad Wilson, official.com. Um, Chad Wilson, official.com. Chad Wilson, official.com. <laughs> okay, Chad Wilson, official.com. Check it out. If the moon was made of anything that you wanted, what would you like the moon to be made of? Cheese. Good answer. If you could have an endless supply of something for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. Just one thing. I would say pizza. Cheese and pizza. I think you're on to something. Cheese pizza. You're on to something here. If you're on a desert island, who would be the one person that you'd want to spend the rest of your life with on that desert island? Probably either my cousin or my best friend. I'm just going to go with my cat. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. How many pints are in a quart? Uh, five. I think it's, I want to say eight. My last question is, your biggest dream come true, what would you be doing right now? If my dreams came true, I'd be like a superhero with superpowers, like Spider-Man. Like the shirt. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mine would either be, um, would definitely be a full-time musician, like successful musician, or a successful realtor. Well, I'll be the host of a podcast, TV show, sitting right here where I am right now. <laughs>